On this Full to the Brim episode, we begin by contemplating the usefulness of Apple Pay and share our suspicions around Facebook's real intentions. Then we get to the big story of the week, Stuff Apple Announced. From AirPods and iMacs to a slew of services, including arcade news and TV, we've got all the details and analysis you need to know, and it starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 237, recorded March 25th, 2019. Half-priced appetizers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Apple, Apple, and Apple. I am Sean Jennings, joined by two guys whose names will be released later this fall. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. You already knew that. What is up? What is going on? I am excited. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about it. There Dan's is. Excited. There is. Unfortunately for listeners, uh, we're going to spend the next 30 minutes bullshitting about what we did this weekend. Because we can't deviate from the format that much. Yes. Uh, I did absolutely nothing this weekend. Mm, so did I. So. Hmm. Well, that's not true. We played Dungeons and Dragons. That's true. We had a great time. We can't really say what we did because that's a spoiler for an episode that hasn't come out yet. Right. Soon we'll share, though. Mm. Uh, I had a lot to drink on Saturday, and then I got a late-night cheeseburger, which oh. is something I haven't done in, in a while. It felt pretty good, though. Now, what's we're, your go? If you're going to be... If you've had a couple and it's 1 a.m., it sounds like cheeseburger hasn't been your go-to. I mean... I honestly, I haven't been out drinking at 1 a.m. is is the point. Less less that I haven't gotten food that late, which I haven't, but just that I haven't been out. Um, but we went to uh, Tasty Burger, a Boston, Boston institution of sorts, in that it is open very late. <laughs> so, okay, but you don't have a go-to 1 a.m. Not right now. I don't think there is anywhere in the immediate Tasty vicinity of my house. Well, Tasty Burger was the option where, where we happened to be at the time. There was also McDonald's. We walked by McDonald's to go to Tasty Burger. Did you think about it? Did you, did you consider the McDonald's? Uh, I think it was floated, but shot down. <laughs> it looked fancy in there, though. There were like kiosks that you order at. I haven't Whoa. been to a McDonald's in years. I don't know. The new McDonald's are really, this is why I was talking a couple weeks ago about the mobile ordering apps as well. I mean, they've really gone very high tech. It's kind of cool. With the, with the process. Uh, I still haven't tried that, Sean. Mobile ordering. <laughs> it's a good experience, but it's really been, it's really meant for the drive through I can't so, imagine it's efficient to do as a walk-up customer. Mm -hmm. Sean, whatever. you will do mobile ordering, but you won't use Apple Pay. It's the in-person experience do you, thing. Do you honestly want to know why? Because I cannot, for the life of me, get my credit card set up in Apple Pay. What? what? Any of them? It's so easy now. It is a constant struggle. I can they it always bounces me out or I have to call a number and they don't do it right and I've literally I've tried. I don't have any cards set up in there. That's why I don't use it. 
All right. I tried like recently because it used to be really when it first came out, it was really difficult. Yeah, I just I just tried like two months ago when I had to replace my phone and I couldn't. Oh, it was actually harder now. I had them set up originally. That's why I don't. Oof. I'm sure I'm the problem. But at the same time, I can't. Well, you have a simple account, right, Colby? Yeah. I can't get mine set up. Really? It keeps bouncing it so me easy. out. Uh, maybe something's broken. Uh, have well, you done business with like Cuba or North Korea or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't think they allow you to put in cards that don't have any money on them, unfortunately. Ah. If your bank account's empty, they they <laughs> frown upon that. <laughs> Seems shady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they only want your real money. Um, no, but, you know, I, that's... Even when I had it, I used it sparingly. These years, I really don't spend that much in-person money on things. Like, I go to Target, I go to the grocery store. Now, when you were using Apple Pay, did they have the online web thing? Well, but that only works in Safari. That's true. Or if you're on your phone. In Safari. Right. Or in Do an app. Do you not use Safari on your phone? No, I use Chrome on my phone. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm that guy. Why? It syncs with the other stuff, Dan. I'm uh, a Windows guy. I don't have the luxury of using Safari. What are you What are you syncing? You have a bunch of bookmarks you want to sync? Yes. Welcome don't laugh. to my history. I sync my history. Sean. Yeah, it's great here, Dan. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez <laughs> is still a thing, Dan. You've got LimeWire. Yeah. Don't need Spotify yep. bullshit. Yeah. Limp Biscuit is raging up the charts. Maybe that's a little late for that. <laughs> Something like that. But I did uh, use it a lot for in-app purchases, like movie tickets and Panera Bread and I'm sure it's Etsy yeah. and other. I used to use it for that. That's extremely convenient. I like that. But the in-person, I don't know. I just pay with my card. Because hmm. I'm Amish. I pay with my card a lot more now because I have a Tappy card, which is even more convenient than Apple Pay. Yeah, you don't have to unlock it. Yeah, there's no face ID. Maybe that makes it worse, but. That's great. I, I got to figure out how to get a tap Dan, card. Dan's about to say you could use Apple Pay on your watch. Oh, that's an awful experience. I tried that. <laughs> I hated no, it that. Depends. It depends on the form factor of the device you're, you're booping. You do not want to do an over-the-counter boop with an Apple Watch. No, I need to but, do like a bunch of yoga before I do that. Right. Arm the the uh, the square things it's actually easier those stupid like angled oh the countertop ones countertop ones that yeah. are never facing the right way <laughs> <laughs> it's always facing so that the uh, person could insert their chip which somehow means that then the the touchless receiver is pointing towards the cashier mm -hmm. no one wants. Um, so if that thing is facing the right way, the Apple Watch is great. Mm. Cabs, the Apple Watch is great. The square things around me are always facing the right way. Really? Yeah. This is one of those weird New York things. Yeah. <laughs> I always have a problem with the 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 uh, upper level readers, where the readers are like at eye level, because then you're like you're kind of uh, you're What's like fist bumping. Uh, the self-checkouts at my local stop and shop where I get my groceries. Oh, yeah. Anytime you have to reach your hand into a space, whether that's a counter yeah. or, you, yeah. You should yeah, only use the Apple Watch when you can, like, 
you know, sort of chest check the thing that you're that you're booping into, which is the technical term, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I think I that's believe. how Apple describes it. Boop dollars. Well, uh, do you guys want to get into the news? Yes. Now, did did last week did I did I make us promise that we would cover some other story this week? Uh, that might have been two weeks ago. No, okay. there, it was two weeks ago, but then we also never covered it. Ah, <laughs> yes. Well, I remember this time. Do you remember what story it was? Let's see. So you're saying it, it, was, it was two weeks ago? It was Zuckerberg's privacy promise. <laughs> Oh, maybe, and then we never. We, oh, and you even put it back. I put on the it back in the rundown, and we just gave up on it. So talked about it. Yeah. So okay, I think we should talk about this. What? What? If you, I feel like there have been a bunch of companies who have done these sort of uh, all-in company-wide transformations. Netflix from the company that sends you DVDs to an online streaming service is one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, there must be others. Amazon, like, they had this whole internal uh, endeavor which let them come out with AWS, which I'm sure makes them a buttload of money now. But that was a, a full company thing. So what do we think about this this Facebook stated goal of, like, the company's all in on making privacy-centric social networking? Well, let me let me while you're contemplating that, let me break down some of the details of what they actually announced um, outside of just the big, broad promise. Specifically, some of the things that they're going to attempt to do include uh, bringing end to end encryption across Facebook's suite of messaging apps. Uh, that is when uh, they'll go ahead and combine WhatsApp, Instagram and Facebook into a single messaging platform. They also plan to make that platform uh, interoperable with SMS uh, to open it up to, you know, non Facebook folks. Um, they have also said, um, co the company will consider deleting messages by default after a month or a year, allowing the user to opt out if they wish. Um, and the company will likely let you set individual messages to expire after a few seconds or minutes. Uh, it will also reduce the amount of time it stores metadata about messages. Those are some of the details. Um, I, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I don't buy it. <laughs> I think it's crap. I think they really only announced changes around messages that should already be private anyway and didn't say anything about the stuff you share publicly. Um, and they're just a big advertising company. So on some level, they're always going to do something shady. That's how they make money. So maybe I'm yeah. being cynical. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I kind of feel like they wouldn't be uh, saying that they're going to do something that would get in interfere with like the way they make money anyways so well you shouldn't you know. be reading my messages anyway so uh, now i'm concerned that they're saying we're going to make it more secure like are you saying it's not secure now are you saying you're reading my message i know that's not what they're saying but that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> like you're that? not correcting the right thing what was the pizza restaurant where they the fast food pizza chain that said like oh now like the the new and improved restaurant Dom dominoes dominoes <laughs> <laughs> Even I think I was sixteen or seventeen when that came out, and at the time I was like, "This, this does not inspire confidence in Domino's at all." Like, 
Wasn't it, Sean? I feel like you've talked about that on Up for Debate before. Wasn't that a pretty successful uh, marketing campaign, though? Wildly successful. <laughs> Wild, ob- like upsetting how successful it should have never been that successful, but it <laughs> really so propelled them for for years and years and years after that. It's crazy. Yep. What? Okay, so we're getting off topic. So you don't. Do you think that they will try to look like this is what they're doing, or do you think this is all just uh, they're blowing smoke? I think they'll. I think they'll do it. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I don't, and I don't think they're doing this like s- announcing this and then secretly behind the curtain going, ha 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 ha, we fooled them. I just again think that this is easy stuff. Again, it's like, oh, all your messages will be end-to-end encrypted. Okay, that's great, but they also have to create a monopoly by combining their messaging apps across all their platforms and creating a giant you know, limited access mass data system that the majority of people will use, you know? So it's, it's kind of like, I get why they're saying it, but at the same time, I don't like what it takes to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be successful. Um, because I think unlike the other examples I can think of where companies made one big bet on changing something they weren't going against the way they weren't going against the like values and principles that the company had until that point like netflix could make the argument like listen it doesn't matter how we get movies to people are we get movies to people uh which is very different from facebook saying like we're still going to be like the the way to connect everyone across the world, except now we're just going to do it completely differently and in a way that fights against all of the capitalism's forces bearing down on us. Like I, because the the two are very much at odds. You either charge for a service or you sell people's data. Mm-hmm. And so, like, can you make it private enough? You can't make it so private that you can't sell the data. So I agree. I think they will do it, but I think that uh, I don't. And again, I'm not sure that this will be intentional, that it will just look like they'll put out these products, but I don't think their whole heart will be in it. So they won't try to push people towards them. They certainly won't like sunset things. They won't force everyone into like, I'm pretty sure Facebook Messenger is end to end encrypted right now, but you have to turn it on like per conversation, uh, which of course no one does. Right. Huh. I didn't know that. I, I don't remember if it... It's some part of Facebook is actually pretty legit in that way. I feel like that could have been Messenger, though, because I think there was a point in time where they were, before they bought WhatsApp, where they were trying to be WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was a WhatsApp thing. I feel like it kind of was. But I don't know. I mean, one other thing I will say is that, and I just pulled this up, the survey, it's about, it's from April 2018. It's about a year old, but um, they surveyed uh, over nearly 3,000 Americans, asked them, which tech company do you trust the least with your personal information? Facebook, 56% of respondents said Facebook. The second highest was Google with 5%. So I I don't think there's anything on the planet Facebook could do to get people to trust them. I just think that doesn't matter because people are going to use it anyway. So, you know, this is more of a PR 
make good with the government type thing more so than encourage users that Facebook is a great place to be safe and Facebook cares about you. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh boy. What a world. What a world. I know. Well, you know, all we can hope for is that those ads are really relevant. <laughs> so relevant. The it most makes... relevant that when we start getting ads in our private encrypted messages. <laughs> yeah. Um, gentlemen. I'm ready. Time to hit the orchard. Let's talk about some apples. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why don't we do the pre-show stuff first? What do you say? Okay. We talked last week about the new iPad, so we've already covered that. We've taken care of that. Um, there were a few other pre-announcements during the week, starting with new AirPods. Uh, the second generation, uh, will include a wireless charging case, uh, that is, uh, QI compatible. So you'll be able to use it with any standard wireless charger and we'll also include the new h1 chip which the company claims will offer improved battery light they're saying 50 percent increase um over the current ones uh better mic clarity connection times are twice as fast when switching devices and it will include hey siri always listening support uh that allows you to ask for siri hands-free also including support for bluetooth 5 uh the only change to the case itself is a small led light on the front to indicate battery life uh, the whole package with the wireless charging case will be available for $199, or you can get the standard non-wireless charging case, but with the new earbuds at $159, uh, you can also just get the wireless charging case to use with your existing AirPods for $79. Okay. Worth the upgrade? Uh, it was worth it to me, because I, I purchased an upgrade. Oh, <laughs> hey, touchdown! <laughs> Touchdown. Yeah, so I was not at all convinced because I actually had to get new AirPods halfway through because my other ones, I'm pretty sure were stolen in Philadelphia. Thanks, Philly. Um, so my battery life is, is fine, but it was the, the new chip that solves two big problems that I have with the AirPods. One, how long it takes to change this, the sort of input source from yeah. like phone to Mac and it doesn't take forever but it takes it takes a long time um, and didn't they also say that it improves the mic quality yes yes and that was the other thing like whenever I've used this most pretty much only with my parents people that I talk to on the phone a lot via many different sources they always complain about the airpods they don't sound good which is very unfortunate because it's the most convenient way to be doing something God, yes. else. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love it for calls. Uh, so, I yeah, both of those things, I was like, okay, it's worth it. And I'll get better battery life, too. So, Man, I can't decide if I should take the AirPods plunge or not. Well, there was the lead. Is are, are you a no AirPods, living a no AirPods life right now, Colby? I have my Beats, my Beats X or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have the they have the chip, so they do all the, oh, okay. the Apple device switching, but they don't do like the when you take it out, it stops playing or a Siri. I just you might be interested, Colby. This didn't make our rundown. I just pasted it into the spreadsheet. Uh, a leak of Apple's upcoming Power Beats Pro. Uh, if you if you like the Beats. 
Um, they're doing a wireless version of them, apparently, uh, according to these leaked images, that uses Where? the same... Uh, it's in the last line oh, oh, in the in spreadsheet. The spreadsheet. Yeah. Um, that I'll put up on the screen here for the video viewers, but uh, it looks... Uh, very Ooh. similar to the existing beats, just without the cable between them. They'll be truly wireless with a wireless charging case. So I might be interested in this. To be honest, the thing that makes me hesitant about the AirPods is that um, that 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 shape of Apple earphone historically doesn't feel super good in my ears. Like it's okay for a little bit, but anything more oh. than like twenty minutes, it hurts my my head. Yeah, or, then well, I, it hurts my ears specifically. Then I would not get them. Because that's yeah. literally, that's why I tell people about AirPods. I'm like, do you like the earbuds that come with your phone? If you don't, you're not going to like them because that's exactly what they are. Yeah. So this might be a good uh, alternative for you. There we there we go. I'll have to check it out whenever it's, uh, whenever it's available. And I was, I was also thinking I'll get the, the, because can you, you can get the new generation with or without the wireless, uh, charging pack it's case. an it's an extra 40 bucks for right. the wireless. so i got the wireless charging case at the time thinking like well tomorrow air power comes out or if it doesn't come out tomorrow it's definitely coming out on monday request denied that's that's the other image that was going around online today was apparently and you'll see this when you get it uh on the packaging of these new AirPods on the back, there's actually like a drawing of like, oh, put your thing on the wireless charger, and the picture of the wireless charger is the Air Power pad. <laughs> it doesn't say Air Power, but it looks exactly <sighs> like the pad. Yeah, I. <laughs> Where is it? Well, that's not surprising. One of my favorite tweets that I saw was. Uh, uh, you know, at the end, I wasn't, I didn't see this, but I did watch it tonight. Uh, I didn't see it live, but apparently right before it, the the big finale guest in their cavalcade of stars came out. I was like, and we have one more storyteller uh, that we've all been missing, and we'd like to share them with you. And then the tweet was like, it's the project manager for air power. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I really would like to hear from that person. <laughs> Because what I bet happened is that these AirPods have been sitting boxed, ready to go. The boxes were printed months or years ago. Yeah. Um, not years, I guess. It was supposed to come out, what, 2018? Was that what it said on the slide? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't even remember it I think they were announced in late 17. Yes, with the with were. the with the wireless charging iPhones when those those first the first round of those. Yeah, so I bet that uh, you know what are you going to do? Throw all those boxes out? I agree. So it makes sense, but I I bet that that's what happened. It's not a troll, and it's not necessarily foretelling that it will come out at all. I mean, I'm sure they'll put it out eventually. I mean, I don't think it's canceled, right? I mean, when was I mean, the last time Apple announced something and didn't release it? <laughs> I mean, they've announced things and they failed, but at least the product shipped. 
That's a good question. I, I wonder if this nothing, is a Google search. Because I mean, I'm thinking of like the the remember the Hi-Fi. Yeah. Way back when, but that shipped. You could that, people got those. They still make the HomePod, right? No one ever talks about that. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. They even talk about it today. It was in that opening video. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen any updates on that. But I don't. Uh, nothing comes to mind that got outright canceled. But maybe I'm wrong. Someone can tell us online. I'm sure. This is Dan, I'm very glad you're getting a pair because I was thinking about upgrading and now you can do it first and tell me if they really are better. So I will just take take the plunge. I'm taking the plunge. Take the take the plunge. Uh, is there. A, I don't see a date on here. Oh, I guess they're available now. Because you bought one. Yeah, in fact, it arrives on Friday. Oh, great. All right. So good. We'll get a report maybe uh, next week. Yeah, for sure. Uh. One other small announcement, and I promise we won't spend a lot of time on this because it's very boring, but they updated the iMac desktops with a bunch of new processors and graphic chips for both the 21.5 and 27-inch models. Um, I could read a bunch of gibberish about six-core i7 processors and Radeon Pro Vega 20 oh, how GPU. How much L3 cache does it have, Oh, Sean? my God. This is out of control. Um, just know that they've upgraded them finally. It took about two years uh, to get the new chips, um, eighth and eighth generation uh intel chips so not moving to arm yet not yet no nope. so anyway those well, are available now you can get an imac with 256 gigabytes of ram that was that was my favorite i think that's the imac pro only though that's Call irresponsible did you did you look at uh how much do you think a max spec imac pro would would be Sean. I think you put this in the Slack, so I think I already know the answer. Well, guess see if you do know the answer. Well, it was like was it, it like right ten thousand five hundred or something like that? Nah, dude, I'm not gonna put any of the software in. It's fifteen thousand nine hundred twenty-seven dollars. <laughs> At that point, just get a bunch of Mac Minis and duct tape them together. <laughs> uh, yeah, and just the two fifty-six gigabytes alone is is the cost of one entire iMac Pro. That's insane. <laughs> At some point, like, could you even use all of that? Like, what are you doing that could even use that much memory? How many Ks do they have? They have 12K footage now? I guess, and if you're running, but it's memory. Right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and Sean, do you know you can run computers inside of other computers? Have, have we talked about this? Uh, you just blew my mind. I, okay. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> this is a whole other thing. How many computers inside? Do you think you could get like five, six levels deep on that? Computers inside of computers inside of computers? I have. <laughs> I have. At work, I work on a piece of software that, that helps run computers inside of computers, and we have that program itself running inside of a computer, inside of a computer. So oh, it's Lord. four levels deep. Yeah. When does it start to become self-aware? It, it feels self-aware even at just two levels sometimes. <laughs> it starts to become aware of its painful existence. The other day my mom asked me what your company does, Dan. <laughs> and what was the answer? Yeah. Well, I think I said it was not a very well thought out answer. I tried to explain virtualization to her, and then I said, 
after doing that in a way that I'm, I don't know, she may have understood or may not, I, unclear. Um, and I said, Dan's company makes some software that helps you deal with that. <laughs> that's not not wrong. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Not wrong. What, what I what I usually say when I talk about the show to make us sound because I'm not in tech, but I have to say the other hosts are. So I say, oh, one of the hosts works at Spotify and the other works at Etsy, and I just leave it at that. They don't know who Dan is. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of trueish. You did. That was true. At, actually, that wasn't true at one point. That was never actually true. Those two statements could not be conjoined. Yeah, you're right about that. They'll never know. You're a liar. <laughs> uh, anyways. Let's talk about today's announcement. Yeah. Because we got some fun stuff in here. We'll do it in the order they did it, starting with Apple News, which, by the way, can I just point out, Apple News has the worst logo and app icon ever that i, I no. you, you can disagree with me it's pretty shitty what, i really what, don't care for it give me some give me some constructive criticism here sean uh, do, do i get to pretend to be a designer here for a moment yeah i just think maybe i'm an idiot i didn't realize it's supposed to be an n so that took me a minute but it doesn't scream news. It screams nothing. If I covered up the word news on the icon and you were like, oh, this is an app to order ice cream, I'd be like, oh, totally. I believe but it. It looks like a newspaper. How does it look like a newspaper? Are we looking at the same icon? Yeah, the it's it's red and it's got the little. That? No, that's the old icon. The new one oh. for the new app. It's just so that's my iPad there and it's just the end. Oh. That's very confusing. Oh. It's just the end. Okay, I agree. Okay. I don't like that icon. You're no, right. the old one, I'm with you. It looked like a newspaper. This is just the end, and it's odd. Um, anyway. How just, is that an end? I just had to slam them. Um, so Apple announced. Wait, wait. Uh, yes. How is it an N? Because it's because it's like it's like an N. It's an N. See? I see a diagonal line. But that's what I'm saying. Then... It's not a good N, but it's like <laughs> it's like an N. It's like a do-do-do, you know? It's an N. I think you have to use the white space to create the N. You see? Maybe. Okay. Whatever. I, I mean... This is useless. It's a bad app. It's a bad icon. But you don't have to like the icon to use the service. Update to Apple, the Apple News app. Uh, the sort of big highlight of that is the monthly subscription known as Apple News Plus, available today in the U.S. and Canada uh, after you update your iOS. Uh, it's a $9.99 monthly subscription. The first month trial is free. Uh, it At launch, subscribers can get access to 300 magazines, um, and there are other digital and traditional news partners as well, including the Wall Street Journal and the Los Angeles Times. Um, they will display magazines with a new live cover presentation. They lightly animate it, kind of make it look pretty, highlight stories with blurbs and things like that. You can also browse through magazines you subscribe to, and new issues are automatically downloaded for offline reading when they are released. Apple touted uh, the privacy, as they did throughout the whole event, noting that advertisers cannot track what you're reading, so you won't receive targeted ads based on the stories you clicked on. Um, there's a great uh, list here from uh, the fine folks uh, over at macstories.net they actually uh created a list of every single magazine that's included which is pretty helpful um we'll tweet out the link or something at some point the interesting thing the reason i like sharing this and that's interesting to me is they compiled a list of all two they counted 251 some may be added later uh but they found of that only about half used the new richer apple news format and the rest just used traditional flat pdfs 
Interesting. Huh. I'm assuming then you guys have not upgraded and and tried it out. No, my iPad's upgrading as as we speak. Mm-hmm. I just kicked ahead. off my upgrade. I did it, um, and it's fine. Now you can't get the subscription yet, right? Or can no, you can, no, it's the hunt. The whole oh. thing is live. So I. So you've been playing around with it. I, sorry, I didn't. I mean, it's just if you've ever used, you know, a magazine reader, you it just, you know, this kind of has the nice where stuff appears as you scroll through, and you know, it's kind of got that mm-hmm. nice motion to That's it, cool. and you know, this is one of the this is National Geographic. It's one of the interactive ones. Let me show you. Um, I was reading. Was I reading? Is this one of the flat ones? Because the flat ones, I mean, they're literally just. You know, no, that's an interactive one. What was I reading before? It seemed like every one I was opening was flat and not. Yeah, so here's like a Vanity Fair article where you scroll and it's just a flat PDF. Mm-hmm. But all the stuff's there. I mean, and there's a lot. I mean, there's certainly a lot in here. I don't think there's any disagreement on that. As I kept scrolling, I kept finding more and more things. Here's a uh, here's a Wall Street Journal article. Kind of just looks like a normal, like New York Times or any other article. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I think the the sort of immediate reaction I had as I was just playing with it is I don't know how I'm ever going to find anything in this. Like it seemed overwhelming <laughs> to me and they touted mm-hmm. a lot about the recommendations and the personalizations and the more you use it. And unless this thing is really good about putting stuff in front of me, the thing is I don't read magazines. I read articles. I never sit and read a magazine end to end. I just want to read the one interesting article in there. So if they have a good recommendation engine that puts the article in front of me, that's interesting to me. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't really want to read whole magazines because I'm not old. <laughs> I don't know what. But you, you are in every other way. This is I know. Kind of I used to, like literally. I had paper magazine subscriptions until like two years ago. I remember seeing them in Houston. Yeah, then, but I just stopped reading them because it was like only a small fraction of that was relevant to me. So that's what I like about this subscription idea is that I pay one fee and I can pick and choose. And if I want to read The New Yorker this month or ESPN the magazine next month, it doesn't matter because you're paying one fee. It does bum me out that the, the New York Times, the Washington Post, some of these other big services aren't included. So it's really more of a magazine service at this point. Hmm. Yeah, I it's it's ten dollars a month, which yep. is like what's the New York Times uh, online subscription I at ten? I think it's at ten. There might be a lower one. I know someone yeah, quoted unlimited articles on any any device for one dollar a week. I guess, but they're there. It's so confusing the way. They have it set up. Um, I know someone said Wall Street Journal is, I guess, really expensive if you get the their website subscription, and it actually is a bargain to get the whole thing for ten. I don't remember yeah. the exact number. Yeah, so it seems to me like if you read two or three of these a month, uh, it would be pretty pretty useful. And I, I've been meaning I haven't looked. I I've been meaning to look at the magazines, but I would like to subscribe to a news source, and honestly. The New York Times is, I guess, kind of nice because it has some locality to its news for me. Mm-hmm. But if I could save money going somewhere else, I think I would. 
Uh, and yeah. like, there are magazines that I would like to read. I know, I know that like National Geographic is one of them, but I don't know if any of my others are on there. Hmm. Also, the reality of the New York Times is you can pop those articles open in a private tab. Yes, I will say that for me, and they don't advertise this enough, the number one reason to subscribe to the New York Times is to read it offline on the subway. Oh, there you go. Hmm. The number, I don't understand how it works. It's just like always like at least like an hour, at most an hour out, stale cash, and I can read any article, anyone except for like the web features uh, it's a pro tip it is a pro tip but i i'm pretty sure they said that that would work in this also uh i don't know they definitely said that about some of the other services yeah almost everything they announced had an offline component i don't remember specifically for apple news plus i think for me most of the news I get is from social, is from social media sharing. So I'm curious how this, integ- if I wanted to share an article out of a magazine or out of the Wall Street Journal, I'm, if I open a Wall Street Journal link in Twitter on my phone, will it open it in Apple News Plus? Well, there are Apple News links mm. that you can generate, and it does open it in Apple News. But I'm pretty sure that if you don't, if you're not on like a Mac or something, it opens it some other way. It's not. It's not that you can't get to it. Because I think that would be... Because I have read magazine articles via Twitter, but it just takes me to their website, and I'm not giving them any money. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how people are getting... 10 bucks a month for all this content, I don't know how they're getting paid. Because mm-hmm. supposedly Apple's taking half the revenue, yeah. was, was what the early rumors <laughs> were. So how this financially makes sense, and we'll talk about Apple Arcade a little bit later, but I, I'm curious to learn how this will work out for the content developers. Yeah. Um, but it is yeah, available. That'd be interesting. You can try it free for the first month. Have they? Um, they haven't released any information on how the, what the what the, payment situation is. Like how how content folks get paid for it. No, and my guess is that because it's a invite only partners type situation, I don't think that'll come out if they ever open it to. That's the only reason we know the 30% cut on the app store is because everyone publishes apps. So, mm-hmm. you know, same with iBooks. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, if that information ever comes out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would, I would, I would love to know. I'm sure it'll leak at some point. Right. It's just a matter of time. It doesn't have to be uniform between all the people, too. Like, I bet Wall Street Journal got a much better deal than yes. uh, some of these other ones did. And, and I do I do wonder if it's usage-based. Because I know they said they don't track for advertising purposes, but I do wonder if more people read People magazine than, you know, some obscure magazine that's in there so people gets more money. I'm, I'm curious yeah. if, if it's usage-based. Usage I mean, you would think... I, it, that seems like the obvious way sure. to do it. Sure. Um, yeah, it's well, interesting. When we add Don't Panic the Magazine to the app, <laughs> our long-awaited publishing imprint, we'll, we'll find out how much money we yes. can make. Um, speaking of payments, um, Apple Card 
We've talked about the rumors uh, uh, about this one uh, on the show previously. Now it's a real thing. Uh, it's a credit card. It's a credit card from our folks at Apple. Uh, you can apply directly on your iPhone, and once it's approved, it's stored digitally on the Wallet app, where you can view your statements, balance, and payment due dates. Uh, it also tags locations and retailers within your transactions uh, to help you track your purchases. The interesting thing is it generates a new security code every time you make a purchase, so you're not actually sending your credit card number to anyone. It doesn't even really have a credit card number printed on it uh, at this point. Uh, you can generate one, though, if you plan to buy from something that doesn't support the Apple Card, um, but you have to do that within the app. Uh, it is backed by Goldman Sachs and MasterCard, so I assume it works anywhere MasterCard is accepted. Uh, it offers 2% cash back. Uh, on all purchases, 3% on Apple purchases, though it is important to know that you have to use Apple Pay to get that. To get that. You can't mm. use the 16-digit payment. You don't get the cash back. And then didn't it? Didn't they say it's 1% for yeah, I th- I think non-Apple Pay payments? Yeah. Um, and that cash back is paid daily into your Apple Pay account, so you can use it towards paying your credit card balance and at purchases or transferring to friends. Um, Apple will also offer a physical titanium card for real life uses or when you're traveling, but rewards for those purchases are 1% cash back. Uh, there are no late fees or increased interest rates for late payments, uh, but the fine details haven't been released yet. Um, it will be available this summer. Yes. So I thought this was a really cool announcement. It was the most Apple-y announcement they did. Um... I think they left no stone unturned. Like every question was addressed. Everything was considered like the, the billing statements were super cool and solved like obvious problems that I've had having just done my taxes, like trying to look through those merchant IDs and see like, okay, now which one of these was a a charity? (laughs) Impossible. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like looking at a half done crossword puzzle for four hours. You just have, you have no idea what's real and what's fake anymore. Uh, so I thought that was great. The card obviously looks really cool. The fact that it doesn't have your personally identifiable information on it, so it doesn't matter if it gets stolen, is a great touch. And one of those, like, wait, why has no one ever done this before thing? But then you're like, well, because no one else has a mobile plat- payments platform that they can couple with it so that you can get that stuff out. Only when you need it. So I thought this was great. I don't know if I need slash can get another credit card in my life. Uh, oh, of course you can. It's America Dan. in 2019, Dan. You don't have I enough don't know credit if cards. I should, but I guess three is not nearly as many as some people have. But no, I have three. Okay, all right. That makes me feel better, Colby. You know, you're nothing if not a reasonable person. Yeah. Because I have, like, my first credit card that I got that I never use anymore. And then I have my Amazon card. And then I have the other one. Right. But I would totally get this. Because it just seems really convenient. Also, like, 2% on... Put it this way. I feel like uh, you get, like, 2% on, like, restaurants with, like, the Amazon card, right? But, like, not on everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did a little research, and by that I read this Lifehacker article, uh, which said there are other 2% on everything rewards card. For example, the City Double Cash card gets 2% on all purchases. Mm. Um, So there are other 2% cards. I think you're right, 
Dan, um, that the advantage it's, it's all of the little pieces adding up that makes this a great product, I think. And by the way, for, by my mind, the only thing they announced today that is unique. Because really, mm-hmm. they just did shit everyone else is doing. Yes. Yeah, but totally. this, And not that there aren't other companies revolutionizing, quote-unquote, the credit card. But I think it, it is a really neat package they've put together yeah. here for folks. The combination well, of ease of use, the features, the, the benefits, all of that. I'm dying to know what the interest rates are going to be. Uh, Because that that is one of the, and I know that varies so much based on your credit score and all that, but that's kind of the one big piece I noticed that they did not announce with this. Right. Sorry, what are you dying to know? Interest rates. I think it was like 13 to 20 something, depending on your credit score. That sounds about normal. That's not really great. So I'm looking at one of my credit cards. One of my credit cards is 19 to 26%. So that's, that's a little high. Yeah. It might be a little high. I don't know what the spread is. Yeah, I think if you can get bo- if you're like below 17, you're in really good shape. I think I'm like 14, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the uh, the other nifty bit of this is it's like if you get this uh, like paired with all the random subscriptions, they just announced like get your 3% discount every month on that or whatever. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So I, I was all on board with this. I'm more excited about the like billing and reporting aspects than I am about any <laughs> of the other stuff. Like I would I would never ever use the card, right? Uh, because I, I have cards that get better benefits for using the card than the Apple card. So uh, the card is really cool, but I, I doubt I would even take it with me because I would only use it for Apple Pay. I, but and- the and, and I think that's the future, is you're going to have five or six cards, and your Amazon cards you're only going to use on Amazon because you get 5% back, and the Apple cards you're going to use on mobile purchases because you get 2% back, and the restaurant card and the travel card, and I just think that's, I don't know if that's right, some financial expert would have to tell us, but I think that's kind of the direction it's going, is these hyper-specialized rewards cards, especially with no fees, so you're not really out anything if you barely use it. Right. Righto. Like, and by at the that way, point, you might as well. Yeah. You might as well. And and like, free money. You're... They're giving it away. Yeah. Also, this titanium card is sexy. Is it actually made out of titanium? That's what they say. That's pretty cool. That's the only real piece of hardware they announced today. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Um, but yeah, God, that looks great. There's no number on it. That's crazy. Uh, next up, we got to keep moving here. Yep. Uh, Apple Arcade, their game subscription service. Um, it's a subscription to games that are available through the App Store, um, but they are exclusive to the App Store, so these aren't going to be PlayStation or Xbox titles. These are App Store exclusives. You pay one fee, uh, and you get access to more than 100 games. You can play those games across Apple devices, including iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, and Mac and the games will be available for offline play. There will be no in-app purchases or additional fees required. You just pay the subscription fee, and they are working with these uh, a number of developers to develop these games. No fee announced as to uh, what it will cost, um, and there was, I believe, the sort of tagline was, you'll see it later this fall. 
Um, Apple has revealed a number of titles on its website. Um, none of these really mean anything to me because I don't do video games. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you can go to the, what's the, uh, I don't know what the URL is, but uh, apple.com slash apple-arcade. Whoa, there's a little a video. And, yep, you can check out. They have partners including Sega, Whoa. Lego, Cartoon Network, um, other. It's launching this fall in more than 150 countries. Yeah, I was excited that they did the indie, independent, small, creative games route instead of like, oh, we've got EA and Activision. Like I don't want to play any of those games. All the, the the big game companies, all the games they make for phones suck. I've never downloaded one that I've liked. They're all like in-app purchased up the wazoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only the the games that I pay like three to five ten dollars for that I that I actually will play. So I was really happy to see that. Um, I don't know if I'll get it. I I would need to read more about these games. And um, I probably wouldn't get it because if it's billed monthly, like I play, as I've mentioned on this show, I play one phone game for months and then I move on to the next one. So it probably wouldn't be worth it for me. Hmm. So let's play the prices right. Mm-hmm. What's the right price for this? What, oh, what's, what's, your no, it? what's your no brainer price? What's your maximum price? <sighs> For $5, I would try it for okay. sure. I would be like, okay, like I often will pay $5 a month for it. Not yeah, often. That's a single but, game. All right, that's a single game. And uh, I don't buy one game a month right now, but if I could pay that and try a bunch of games, have dozens of games downloaded on my 100 gigabytes of space phone, sure. And at $10, I think $10 would be the max. I wouldn't pay, I would definitely would not pay more than $10. Yeah, I agree. If it was five dollars, I would one hundred percent. I would probably do it. I feel like if it was ten, I would try it. If it was more than ten, probably not because I don't play games on my phone very much. I think if they can better sell this for Apple TV and Mac, I think they can approach mm. fifteen. If they can really mm. say, look, the games we're building for this not only play great on your phone and iPad, but they're amazing on your Apple TV and on your Mac, I think then you can maybe get close to 15. But I, I agree with you guys. I think for me, I am notorious for buying games, playing them for a few hours, and getting bored and leaving. And so this service is perfect for me because <laughs> I will play all 100 within a few months, and then I've gotten my money's worth. So I think five is kind of a no. I don't think they'd go lower than that. I think that's a no-brainer price. I think 10 is probably what it will be. Um, is is my guess. Um, that's the most likely. They kind of like that nine ninety nine number. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. I think it's I think it's a cool opportunity. I don't see why not. They might as well. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised that they did it. Yeah, it seems like it'll be nice. They're really focusing on, uh, as you mentioned, the indie games. So good to highlight some of those. And I think that's where this does well. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, great. Well, let's move on to perhaps the biggest part of the announcement. The reason we're all here at Showtime, Apple TV. And we've got some updates uh, before we get to the originals. Let's talk about the non-originals, uh, the borrowed content, Apple TV channels. 
um, which are channels within the Apple TV app that subscribers can choose uh, and subscribe to. They're going to include uh, a number of partners, including, uh, well, let's see. So you can integrate Apple TV. All right. It gets complicated. You can integrate your Apple TV app with cable subscriber, uh, cable subscriptions like uh, Charter and uh, Spectrum. No, Charter is Spectrum. Spectrum, DirecTV, some other things like that. For live content, it'll integrate. You can connect it uh, with what they're calling channels. And these are third-party services you will pay to subscribe to, like HBO, Stars, Showtime. They had a bunch of little uh, circles that indicated all of their partners. Um, CBS All Access, Epics, there were a number of them. Uh, they did not announce what the prices of those are, but if you've looked at you probably, again, that $4.99, $9.99 price, depending, I'm sure HBO would probably be in that $9.99 to $14.99 price. Um, and you'll be able to stream, and it'll be integrated with the Apple TV, so you can use Siri, and you can it up next, and all the recommendations, things that go along with it. They made a point to, uh, to say that the files, the actual video files, will be on Apple's servers. They're streaming it directly. They think it's going to be a better experience um, than these companies streaming it themselves. Oh. That, that will be coming in May. Um, otherwise, the Apple TV app is coming to the Mac in the fall and will be available on smart TVs, uh, including from Sony, LG, Vizio, and Samsung, as well as Roku and Fire TV starting this spring, although that'll kind of be a rolling thing, and it will expand to more than 100 countries. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, channels, big thumbs down. Oh, okay. Dan, not impressed. No, what is it? Why? What does this get me? I not much. I mean, I think just not the, much. I just think the issue. They're promising more than they're currently delivering, because the idea is that you. Their whole thing was cable packages are dead. You no longer yeah. have a big cable package. You just purchase each channel individually. And I'm like, all right, I'm on board with that. If I want the History Channel, I pay 99 cents and I get the History Channel. I love that idea. The issue is they don't have any channels. Where right. are the channels? It's like <laughs> I can get HBO on my washing machine streams HBO. Everyone has <laughs> these channels. There's nothing unique about what they're offering. Yeah, I think, I don't know if P, look, PBS was one of them. Like, uh, MTV had a channel, Nickelodeon had a channel, but I they weren't clear if it's like you get the full Nickelodeon or if it's on demand only and if it's all on right. demand. It's very so they had on the order of five channels that anyone would want. Yes, and a and bunch a, that people, very few people would want. Yeah, so, yep, not impressed. Uh, I have more to say about the whole the whole TV thing. I don't know if you want me to start saying it now. Well, there's actually not a lot to say about Apple TV Plus, so I can just talk about it and then we can roll okay. right into it. We didn't learn All that right. much. Apple TV Plus is the Apple subscription part of the program. So after you've already subscribed to all your Apple TV channels, then you can get Apple TV Plus, which is a package of original programming, TV and movies provided to you from the fine folks at Apple. We did not get a detail in terms of how much it would cost. Um, we did know it will be available in the fall. There will be online and offline viewing. Um, and they announced a big list of partners uh, who will be working on there. We had appearances from Steve Carell, uh, Alfrey Wooder, um, Jason Momoa, Steven Spielberg, Reese Witherspoon, Big Bird, 
Kamel Ninjani was there. And of course, the big closer. I do have to ask you guys, Sarah Bareilles was there, uh, J.J. Abrams. When you guys were watching this announcement and at the end of it, when they said, we've got one more person, a creative visionary, they played that video. Who did you think was going to come out? I didn't watch it live. So okay. <laughs> the, I didn't. I was in a meeting at mm, that point, so okay. I was not able to watch the end. Who did you think was going to come out? I I thought it was going to be Barack Obama. Ooh. Wow. That's what I thought. Because oh, he's doing okay. like he has a production deal with Netflix. Like he's getting into media. Nice. Yeah, so like, and they did say a voice of even missing. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that brings people <laughs> together. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's Obama. I don't know. Oprah makes more sense. Uh, and Oprah came out as well. Oprah's doing a book club for Apple, which is super fucking confusing. But all right. So that's really. Now, I think that, that could be a good idea in the, in the sphere of that Netflix thing that I didn't watch that was interactive. Right? Like. Apple has the ability to do like a full integration of your you're on this app. It's not just streaming video, just like how Apple News Plus is not it's not just a PDF viewer. It can be that. But you can do more things It's like here's like the Oprah show and you can like click a button. We have this book in, in iBooks and you can buy it right now and and read along or you can like see Oprah's like liner notes in or or and like whoever she uh, it sounded like there was going to be guests on like you could overlay their thoughts onto the book that would be super cool I don't know if that's what they're going to do but uh, I I'm, I like the idea yeah for me the way they described it was enormously creepy where it was I can broadcast into a million, a billion people's pockets and just pop up in the Apple store. And I'm just there just, just yeah. on the TVs talking Oprah with somebody was really excited about it was creepy. Apple thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said someone after the event interviewed her and asked her if she was running for president in 2020. And she said, no, I'm going to be so busy with Apple. I'm not going to have time to be president. I'm like, Oprah, what are you up to? <laughs> it's kind of upsetting. Um, we didn't get a huge look into the content uh, that's going to be on there. We barely saw any video footage. They kind of just had the stars walk out and talk about it. Uh, but we did hear about Steven Spielberg's revival of Amazing Stories, um, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell's series, The Morning Show, Alfre Woodard and Jason Momoa in the series C. Um, Sesame Street is bringing an original series uh, called, ooh, I forget. And Oprah is doing two documentaries as well as her book club. What do we think about Apple TV Plus and Apple TV as a whole? I really hope none of it's good so I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Just I'm not out. tired. Apple's gonna nickel I just have too to many death. things. I see that HBO subscription come through every month, and I'm like, ugh, it's too close to Game of Thrones now to cancel, but... What about after Game of Thrones? After Game of Thrones, yeah. I haven't watched anything on HBO in months. Uh, yeah, I watched True Detective, and I kept it for Game of Thrones, but I think I'm gonna get rid of it after. Mm. And then my only subscription will be Netflix. Um, yeah, I... I thought that some of the shows looked real. That I I was very the like quality of the people that they had, you know, writing and directing and acting in them was really good. And some of the premises I was really intrigued by the the morning show 
thing sounded really interesting to Steve Carell. That could be really, really good. Um, uh, Steven Spielberg doing the science fiction anthology. My pick this week, I don't know if we'll get to it, is a science fiction anthology. So that was on the top of my head. I was like, yes, I want like someone with a really creative mind and an unlimited budget to just make some like awesome 30-minute-to-hour standalone, one-and-done things. Just one hour, boop, you're done. It's like, ah, that's perfect. You can tell so many interesting stories that way that people aren't really. Like the... Didn't didn't they bring back the uh, Twilight Zone or something this year? Did that happen? Yeah, it's premiering this week or next week on CBS All Access. That is coming back. Uh, Yeah, stuff like that has been out of the pop culture for a while. I guess maybe Mm -hmm. American Horror... Even American Horror Story, it was one season that was standalone. I want just one hour where I can watch it and then not watch it again for six weeks and then come back to the next one and uh, it doesn't matter. Have Have you watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots That's yet? That's my pick. Uh, I didn't even I didn't even see. I didn't even look. So that stuff I'm very on board with. The rest of this, the channels and the sort of like the endless cavalcade of stars it felt like they are just filling time it feels like what happens when, and we've been talking about this a lot at work, not in relation to ourselves, but in relation to other people, is like what happens when you set your product release date for your like company's annual conference. Like, oh, well, we have to release these products at this time. That either means that they're being released later than they should or before they're ready. <laughs> it's unlikely that this will be the perfect time to announce it, right? Uh and a bunch of this stuff felt like it just wasn't ready yet. And that if it, it was very surprising, I could, I could see this happening at a WWDC. It's like, well, we've got this date and we have to hit it. But the Apple chose to have this and it sounds like they've delayed it a bunch. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure. But uh, like the channels thing, I guess kind of appealing that if I bought into this, the TV app would be more integrated it's nice it's not worth the amount of effort that that would take if they instead pitch it as like we make it really easy to subscribe and unsubscribe from things uh that would be interesting but that's also not how they pitched it like you were right sean you called it that they they promised way more (laughs) than they could deliver five minutes after they promised it like the beginning was like hell yeah i'm on board and then after 10 minutes of listening to it you're like but wait, where where is that? Like, where is the thing you just promised me? Uh, so, I am disappointed in the the channel stuff, especially. I'm optimistic. I will happily pay ten dollars a month if if like two good shows come out simultaneously. Ten dollars a month, uh, no problem. Fifteen dollars a month even would be pretty doable. Um, but it wasn't a knock out of the park. I think they're attempting to solve a problem you cannot solve. And I think that's their problem. I'm not going to give them fault for trying. And I don't think with extra time, it would have made it better. I Mm. think when you go ahead and say, we're going to combine your cable subscription and your Hulu or PlayStation View subscription, and also going directly to the content creators and creating channels. Oh, and we're also making our own content and we're going to integrate it all into one app. And that app is going to be on all of your devices and smart TVs. Like it's it's a it's a crazy idea, and I'm not shocked it doesn't work. 
I, and I do think I, it's sort of that problem is like, can my mom figure it out? Can my grandma, can my aunt figure out how to use this thing? I don't think I could figure out how to use this app. Like, it does not seem like a good experience because you're just bringing a dump truck full of content and dumping it into the app <laughs> and hoping all the integrations work. And I don't know I don't know who I'm billing because with these channels, I assume they're billed individually. So all of a sudden, I've got all these different billings going on, plus I'm paying for Apple TV+. Plus. It, it's, mm. it's, to me, a confusing mix. The other issue I have, specifically with Apple TV+, Plus, is I agree with you, Dan, that... If the content is good, people will buy it. And I think, yeah. and I'm also with you that I think, I think a $6.99, $7.99 is a great price. I think a $9.99 is a good price. I think $14.99 is a doable price. But the issue I have with this, and the reason people subscribe to Netflix and to Hulu and to Amazon Prime, is that they don't only have their originals. They have other content on their platforms. Hulu has the networks. Netflix has content they license. Amazon has content you can buy. I guess iTunes is kind of similar because you can buy within the app. But even there, it's like I don't know if I don't know if two dollars is enough money to get me to buy because really I'm going to buy this for one or two shows because there's only going to be ten shows on there or fifteen shows. Right. And the odds I'm going to it's almost HBO in that respect. The only thing is HBO is really good, and even then you guys are like I'm just paying for it for one show. And then when well, that show's H- done, I'm going to cancel it. You also get, like, movies. That's right. I probably watch a movie here and there on HBO. Yep. To be fair, which I only get to buy from the Apple TV <laughs> browse yes. section. But. but HBO also has a multi-decade-long brand that you trust, and you say, I'm going to keep my subscription because I know next month there's probably going to be something new on there I like, whether it's a movie or an original series or a documentary mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and Apple TV doesn't have that. It's exactly the kind of thing I would try for a month, watch the show I'm interested in, and then cancel it. So I, I just, I don't, I don't see the strategy here. This is wacky to me. Well, I think you're right. that it, it is a problem that can't be solved. I think that I would have liked to see, and maybe this is how it works because we haven't gotten to play around with it yet. But if they could make the process of subscribing and unsubscribing from these things easier. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I don't know, maybe it would be, uh, a good strategy for Apple to say, like, we're gonna take a lot less of a cut on these subscriptions for these TV services, and in exchange, we want to get Netflix, we want to get everyone into it, and we'll make it really easy to subscribe and to unsubscribe, so we can, like, put into the app, like, hey, it's, it looks like you would really like True Detective Season 2, be, uh, and our editors think that it's great. The only problem is you don't have an HBO subscription. Click here to change that. You want to set it to expire in a month? That's fine. You know, we don't care. Uh, and that is the reality that we'll all be living in at some point that no one is designing for. So I think Apple could solve that problem, but they can't, I think, get it to the point where everyone, where there's a, like, I don't know. The CW has their own app that you can pay ten dollars a month. Like, it's just going to take a long time for that stuff to happen. So the only way they can solve it is by creating. Uh, listen, I don't know about you all. <laughs> I only have so much time to watch TV. Yep. It's not an infinite amount of time. If if I could get like five shows over the course of six months from apple that i like there's really 
not a reason to have that many more subscriptions. If I really like them, uh, I, I don't have time to watch 10 shows. There's plenty of shows out there right now that I'm sure I would like that I'm not watching. And so that's how they could solve it, by offering really good programming and controlling the experience the Apple-style way, top to bottom. I don't know if they will solve it that way, but... Yeah, and I'm also curious how the experience will translate to other devices, because you're going to lose Siri support when you go to something like a Roku or a Fire TV. Um, I wonder, will you, or will... Because the other thing that was just uh, came out in that release today is being able to tell Siri to play videos on AirPlay devices. True. And I wonder if the Roku will now be an AirPlay device. They have talked about adding it. I don't think they put a date on it, but they have... They have said they're going to do it eventually. So um, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, I I think the only way Apple TV Plus works is with the super subscription. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you pay one fee and you get all of Apple subscriptions. Um, because I think it's a struggle to be like, well, you're paying $9.99 for news and you're paying $9.99 for Apple Arcade and you're paying $4 a month for iCloud storage and you're paying, what else can you subscribe to via Apple? Apple, Apple music. Apple music, yeah. Yeah, and so now we're adding a fifth sub- separate subscription. Which they didn't talk about at all today. Nope, completely nope. silent. Not a word. The other crazy thing was, how did no one predict the plus as the the moniker for these things. Apple puts plus on so many <laughs> uh, other things. Yeah. It, it seemed like a, a no-brainer. It's a good name. I it's, like the name. It's a job done. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I just think, you know, when you look at magazines or games, the content creators have incentive to work with Apple. Magazines are a dying industry. They need the readers, and the indie games need attention. They need people to download them. The content right. creator, the the movie and TV creators, do not need Apple's help. For the most part, they're doing fine. Uh, yeah, there's no well, incentive think, for Netflix to work with them. But here's where I think there's a gap: is like the CBS app, right? Yeah. I know it exists. I know that I would probably like the Star Trek show, and I might really like this Twilight Zone thing. But there is a big activation cost for me to download the app uh, and subscribe and yep. know, like, oh, it's going to renew. I'm going to set a reminder on my phone to cancel it after Star Trek is done or whatever. Yep. And CBS, like, maybe HBO, HBO is not missing out on people for that, and neither is Netflix. The big players aren't. But these other players like cbs definitely is if it was easier to subscribe to and most importantly if it was like low friction and i can de unsubscribe whenever i want to i would guess that that cbs would make more money they might not make as much money as they want to but they would make more and maybe the problem is that there just aren't enough cbs's yet yeah yeah i mean it's not an industry that moves quickly so i think you're right in that respect um, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. We're obviously going to learn, I'm sure, a little bit more at WWDC and a lot more in the fall. Um, so there you go. That's everything Apple announced, guys. Woo, we did it. We survived. No time for picks, though. 
Okay. Sorry. No picks. We'll roll next into week. next week. Next time. They're great picks. I'm looking at them. I mean, these are really top tier picks. <sighs> these are A plus. Great picks. Um, guys, anything else uh, before we wrap up? No, sir. Nope. No, sir. Uh, we'll get a full I'm, report uh, from Dan on his new AirPods. Yep. And my $5,000 uh, iMac Pro. Yep. Ram. I, I just bought the Ram. I didn't even get the iMac Pro. <laughs> just the Ram. I'd be like, no, keep the Mac. I just need the Ram. <laughs> Well, I, I see. I like how this is set up because Dan buys the AirPods and the the Mac RAM, and I do the nine ninety nine. I'll test the Apple News subscription for nine ninety nine. I'll oh, I'll, I'll take to? that bullet for the team. I signed up for the free month. Oh, all right, cool. Um, I mean, it's a whole month, so. But again, I have to remember. To, I'm awful about remembering to cancel things. I'm paying. I paid. I tried ESPN Plus because I want to watch some thirty for thirty documentaries I hadn't seen, which is like five dollars a month, but the first month's free. And I think I paid like four or five extra months because I just kept forgetting to cancel. They got like 20 or 25 bucks out of me. Shame on me. I mean, maybe that's where this stops making sense is that they're making enough extra money off people that do subscribe is that they don't want to make it easier. Mm -hmm. It's called retention. Yes. Right. Sean is a a whale, I believe they call it. I think they call it a sucker. <laughs> um, and I can't disagree. Um, gosh, well, that is going to be the end of this episode. Uh, I won't do the whole spiel because we've been here too long, but don'tpanic.io is our website. You should go there and check it out. You can also subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. The video version is on YouTube, and you can reach out to us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Uh, but that's going to do it for this apple, apple-filled apple episode, kind of like a pie or a turnover. We've been full of apples. Next week, I promise we'll have news that is not apple. Um But until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I am Sean. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another action-packed Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.